I'm unprepared. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Black and Blurred. Hi. That was Darren. This is Brandon. In the middle of the intro, I had to get up and turn our camera on. I forgot to turn the camera on. I forgot to turn the camera on. Oh, guys, we are back with another freestyle episode as we um, just want to... We want we want to just keep more episodes frequently coming to you. Yeah, um, and we don't want to just do it for episode's sake. We do want to discuss, have good content for yeah. you. But um, the world is providing content every day. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, the plan was to have a conversation with a sex trafficking specialist, but some we got some chinks in that uh, scheduling chain, and hopefully we'll be able to have that episode for you soon. <clears throat> but until then. Um, there are some things to discuss. One of those things is just brand new for me with, within the last three minutes. Yeah, Darren, you just showed me that video of Zach Stacy. Wait, yeah. who does he play for? I don't. Think he, I don't think he plays anymore. Oh, really? He played for um, the Jets and the Rams, I believe. Yeah. Um, so a former I think, football I think player. Happened Monday. I guess I can pull it up here. That's what this whole freestyle episode is for, right? On the fly. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, this dude was abusing his girlfriend, yeah. beating her up, throwing her across. That really jacked me up. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that really, I didn't like the type of anger that was brewing in me while I was watching that. That's why I had to stop watching it. But, um, yeah. Uh, something that I think about, there, there's, a, there's a, I forget what the book is called. Let me see. The name, the author's name is Rosario Butterfield. Um, and uh, I forget what the name Rosaria Butterfield. Uh, I forget what the name of her book is. And as I'm pulling up her name, apparently she's been in the headlines recently because of different shifts in viewpoints regarding sexuality and everything else. I'm not up to speed on that. All I know is that years ago I read this book of hers. Or I read this excerpt from a book of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. It was called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. And she was just sharing her her story about like what her family was like and her father and the and the connections he had to mobsters and how he was on this. Um, he took her on a run with him where he ended up getting attacked by people. It was a I, I don't know, some deal gone wrong or whatever. Um, she remembers sitting at the floor of the car while he went to go do business with this guy. She heard gunshots and everything else. Her father comes back to the car bleeding and heavy wheezing and barely made it home. Um, and she was just asking this question of like, um, who who was going to come and rescue her? Mm-hmm. You know, from this and you know, very profound writing way of just basically highlighting how what she was going through inside of the walls of her home was a world of darkness. Yeah. And I think what she was advocating for is for Christians <clears throat> to just be mindful of their neighbors. Hmm. Um, and, and asking the question, are Christians mindful of their neighbors? Not to say uh, you're responsible for stopping all evil from happening to your neighbors, but just to say, Hey, can your neighbor, yeah. Yeah, to bring this full circuit, can your can can Zach Stacy and Kristen, uh, forget her last Evans. name Evans, can they be your neighbor and you would never know even anything was wrong? Right. 
Right. Uh, I'm sure that happens a lot. Yeah. Where people are like right next door getting beat on, getting abused, going through hell. I think I think about that a lot with our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um Give clarification neighbor. for that. Really? Yeah, because it sounded like our parents got beat on. I mean, we're talking about their neighbors. Oh, yeah, I'm just making sure. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, our, our parents have just a really unruly neighbor. And he's he's kind of been intentional about making himself distant and making sure there is no closeness or relationship. He's just been not a real nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, not very, I mean, they're new to the neighborhood, but they haven't been very welcoming. Um you know, they're just pretty rude. I mean, he is specifically, but his wife is very, always speaks. Um, if she comes out of the house, um, she speaks and she's cordial. Um, she always apologizes for her husband. And she doesn't really apologize for him when he's around. She just kind of, she only speaks when he's not around. Mm. Really, really kind of, kind of unhealthy, just some unhealthy vibes. Yeah. And every now and again, they hear them yelling and screaming and stuff, so. Um, but yeah, that, that reminds me of that a lot. Right. Now, here's what's interesting about that. Because of the interactions that's even been had, and some of those interactions that they've had with mommy and daddy haven't been, are, most of them haven't been pleasant. Right. He's very guarded. He's very mean. He's very rude. Mm-hmm. And then on a whim, he'll like try to be kind. Mm-hmm. He's never spoken to me. Really? I mean, I, or never, I've never had an issue with him. Oh, right. Yeah, no. Anytime I'm visiting mom and daddy, I see him, he gives me a head nod, I give him a head nod. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but, yeah, so a lot of those interactions he's had um, have been negative. Meanwhile, because of the interactions and the interjections that mom and daddy have chosen to make in certain moments, and not only that, even because of, the way that they respond after very obvious negative interactions mm-hmm. where there are negative, there, there are, there are blatant attacks made against them. And mommy and daddy's response is some is kindness and forbearance. Mm-hmm. If something were to truly go down and that woman inside of that house is seeking help, she knows she can go next door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily um, you living next to your neighbor and being a private eye investigator. <laughs> right, right, right. You don't need to do that. Yeah. But do people know, based on your intentionality and your interactions with your neighbor, if you are a believer, that you exist and your home becomes a safe haven for them if they need it? Mm-hmm. Do they know that? Um, yeah, man, because that's some violence. Yeah. That is just and it's obviously stuff like that doesn't just happen one time. No, no, he was beating on her uh, like he's that he's used to it. Yeah, and like he saw it before. Yeah, and um, the way the cameras in the house were set up, it was weird that they had those nanny cameras in the house like that. It was like two or three angles, as if she put them there. Mm. Um, he didn't seem to know they were there yeah, or yeah, care yeah. they were there. Yeah. Or remember they were there or something. I don't know. Right. Um, but I'm glad those cameras were there. And and he wasn't like typically when you see these domestic abuse scenarios, you can have a man who is just willing to hit a woman mm-hmm. and he's hitting a woman like he's willing to hit a woman. Mm-hmm. So he'll slap her and things like that. All of these things are disgusting. 
Um, but he, but you don't, you don't often see men attacking a woman in a domestic abuse. Not, not often. I don't know. You don't often see. Yeah, you don't right. often see <laughs> on camera. Yeah, you don't often see them attacking a woman as if it's a man and an enemy. Right. Yeah, I know. You don't often see that. And he was tossing her. Yeah. And doing things like, like I mean, you were asking, like, does she have brothers? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of. Uh... I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way my sanctification is set up <laughs> right now is I wouldn't be able to have seen that video. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to have seen that video. First of all, to be honest with you, Christine would probably get killed first mm-hmm. before getting tossed around like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chris, our sister um, has a bit of a temper on her, mm-hmm. um, not in an unruly and undisciplined way, mm-hmm. but if a man ever had the audacity to even look like he was going to swing at her. Mm-hmm. Then she would immediately welcome that in return fire. Yeah. And so, um, not to say she'd be able to handle every any man, but just to say she would not be willing to um, take that. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to watch a video mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, we're awful. talking about uh, an ex running back. <laughs> he eats him out <laughs> six two two fifty. Heck yeah. no. He was just throwing her around. Yeah, he was tossing her around. I mean, that's what it was like when Ray Rice was hitting his fiance or and, hitting and his she fiance. She was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, obviously it's angering. Obviously it's evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's dual sided brokenness. There's yeah. something extremely broken and poisoned in this man mm-hmm. um, that makes him not want to value the mother of his child. Well, from the onset, it makes him not want to marry the mother of his child. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we need to do a thing on biblical manhood. Yeah. Um, and then it makes him not value her as a woman, something that actually culture celebrates today. Right. I don't think that culture should be able to look at this video and have a problem with it. Why should they? Yeah. We have a problem with it. I don't think culture should be able to look at this video and have a problem. It's just two people having mm-hmm. a dispute, right? Equals, two equals. Yeah, two equals. Having a dispute, and the stronger one is just winning. Mm-hmm. That's all it is in culture. Um, but if you see her as a woman entrusted, mm-hmm. entrusted to a man right. as as a wife, mm-hmm. not given to him as some surprise or um, some award, entrusted. This is my valuable jewel. And it's given over to Adam, and Adam says, at last, there is a mate that has the flesh and the bones that I have. And Mm -hmm. you, Adam, are entrusted to care for her, protect her. And she will serve as a helper in such a way that what you are called to do, you would never be able to do it alone. Right. And uh, that is broken in such a way where you can toss her into walls and TVs and... Everything else, but um, yeah, I'm curious. This won't be in the news, um, as far as like the way a Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Yeah, it'll be on the social medias. Yeah, it'll be on the social media. The B news. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The B news. Yeah. But um, what's new in the Kyle Rittenhouse thing? Um. Yeah. Right now, there's jury deliberations. Um, they've been deliberating for three days now. Uh, they've come back with some questions and some. 
Um, there's been some evidence that the prosecution, um, like I would say withheld. It's a lot of technicalities in court that lawyers are looking for, especially defense lawyers and, 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 and especially defense lawyers. They're always looking for a hole in the prosecution. Um, but apparently the prosecution submitted a video and the video that they gave the defense wasn't the same quality video that they gave to the jury or that they submitted into evidence. So the, the prosecution submitted a video in HD and they gave the defense a video in low resolution. And this video apparently is their best is like their best. It's their thing. Like the, the, it's the prosecution's evidence to show that Kyle Rittenhouse provoked this entire event. Um, and it's basically them saying that he pointed a gun at a person there, which caused the dude Rosenbaum to chase him. Um, it, it's garbage. It's very weak, but it's their strongest thing. Yeah. Um, what's very interesting, obviously, in this fantastical world I'm about to create. I remember uh, just, Nolan said MSNBC got in trouble. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. MSNBC, uh, I can't remember the reporter's name, some producer named James. I can't remember his last name. James mm-hmm. something was following the jury, uh, following the jury's bus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's illegal. <laughs> Why was he doing that? Can't follow the jury, huh? I mean, I don't know. That's a that's a problem. Um, it's 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 very it's very common knowledge in the courtroom that you don't follow the jury if you're yeah. a news person. You, um, they, it, it, it's it's essentially it's doxing them. Yes, it's identifying them if you're if you're taking, targeting targeting them. if you're taking pictures of them, whatever it is. If you're a news network and you're following a jury, that's bad news. So they got um, the judge said that they, MSNBC can't come in the building. Um, there was a guy who got arrested outside of the courthouse who was armed. There was a bunch of it's some, it's some, you know, it's it's stuff. It's stuff happening. If this video existed, and so I'm about to yeah, say jury something tampering weird. is what they called it. Yeah. Um, if this video existed. If this trial was happening with the video 50 years ago, I know that's weird. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. This OJ trial was happening 50 years ago. Does this trial take that long, this long? 50 years ago? I mean, I would say 20 years ago wouldn't take this long. I don't, I just don't think so. OJ happened 20 years ago. That was a more, much more complicated case. It Was it? Are you saying if OJ had video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I wouldn't take that long. You would go to jail. That's the difference. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing with uh, What's uh wild? Trayvon Martin. If there was video of that incident, mm. I believe it wouldn't have lasted a week or two. Yeah. And George Zimmerman would have went to jail. Yeah. It's just, it's just what what what's happened now. We were talking about this trials. Trials start at the onset of the incident and ground zero, mm-hmm. right? So the George Floyd trial it started on the street. In Minnesota. Okay. With the cops right there. That's when the trial started, right? Mm. <laughs> Who is Derek Chauvin? He's a racist and everything else. Now, it just so happens that I believe that as a police officer who's entrusted, that he did deserve to go to prison. Yeah. I believe I believe that. But you notice that when you have a Derek Chauvin and George Floyd or you have a Kyle Rittenhouse, two completely different scenarios, mm. two completely different circumstances, two completely different outcomes. Two completely different purposes. Yeah. Two completely different motivations. They're all just racists. <laughs> Why is that always the conclusion? Yeah. And that's where the trial starts. Yeah. 
these are they're racist and fascists and this is why they did it and so what they're telling me us is that from this video you can see that kyle rittenhouse just sits up in his little you know racist hut itching to kill him some black people yeah. and then what he does to scratch that itch is he goes and he puts out fires and kills white people yeah to show he's a racist um i saw some <laughs> i was in deep it was a 10-hour video <laughs> oh my gosh that's way too much. It was a 10-hour video. I watched it over a span of three days. But it's a 10-hour video of when Kyle first turned himself in to the police in, mm-hmm. Indi- in Illinois. Um, And I, I believe that is what people... That, what I saw in that room is what people don't like. In what room? In that interrogation room. Um, He seemed... Him and his mom were in there with the police... And he was so in control. Kyle was? Yeah. Mm. At 17 years old, mom, stop talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's see. what people are like. Nah, nah. Put yeah. him in jail. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. A cult, yeah, cultural. That's, unfortunately, that's not illegal to yeah, disrespect right. your mother. But right. that's why he's in the situation he's in. Mm. Because his mother, and where's his father? Yeah, yeah. Where's his, father his father lives in Kenosha. Right. Not dead. Yeah. Um, but anyway, his mother took him to Kenosha. So it was like, if what kind of parent are you? Wait, 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 wait. wait. She took him to Kenosha specifically for to yeah, like be, I mean, yeah. Which is, I mean, like we said, the desire is noble. Yeah. But he's still a child. He's a minor. Yeah, he's a child. Like Parker, seventeen. Do you let him strap on a rifle? And well, he's black. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying? Do you let him do anything like that? At seventeen, do you yeah. drive him? Not by himself. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, can there not by too. himself. You know and not I mean? if he doesn't have to. Right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, that I feel like that was irresponsible on the part of the mother to allow him. And that's why everyone keeps saying, you never should have been there. And I hear that. Mm. I hear that. Um, but that's but not that's a, not that's yeah. not what he's on trial for. That's not yeah. That's not what he's on. It's not illegal to go there. It's not illegal. You didn't break any laws as far as firearms are concerned. Um, he was there. That's that's just how it goes. Yeah. He was there. There was a lot of people who shouldn't have gone there that day. Yeah. Um, Everybody shouldn't have been there Everyone shouldn't have been there um, The police should have been able to intervene And they weren't allowed to Right. Um, so there's a, there a lot of question marks in the air About whether or not this should have happened And how it should have gone um, But that's something that I noticed in that interview um, And there were some moments where he seemed like a young kid And other moments where he was just in control mm-hmm. um, You know, it was one point where He was telling the officers Hey, I want to I I talk to you guys about this And they said, nah You've already asked for a lawyer. Mm. Like once you ask for a lawyer, we can't discuss this with you. Mm. He was like, "Well, I take it back." And they said, "That's not how it works, man. Once you say it, it's like a shield, man. We can't even, we can't even, I can't even hear you right now. I don't want you to say anything." Um, but yeah, that's basically, you know, it was a moment where they were just sitting there in silence, and they just bust out crying, and then the, um, he he started having like a panic attack, and his mother's trying to calm him down. She starts having a panic attack. He's trying to calm her down. It was just a mess. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you look at it in hindsight. It's like, man, how many? This just could have been prevented altogether. Mm-hmm. Where's his father? They don't say that for black people, but where's his father? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, where, his father's not present. 
You um, wait, wait. You said they only say what for black people? When there's a when there's a black person who's in trouble with the law, everyone always says, you know, where's that? Where's this black father? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's for everyone. I think that's fathers right. are important. Yeah, fathers. Yeah, parents yeah. are important. Right. Um, but there always seems to be a mother in the camera crying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that really that that right there, I was that that annoyed me a little bit. Like, oh, mm. UK, you you probably grow up to be a Jarek Chauvin, one of them. Mm. Because you ain't get spankings. <laughs> spankings, man. Let me tell you how valuable spankings are. <laughs> it makes you aware of authority mm-hmm. before you even know what authority is. Right. And in a good way. Mm-hmm. Not not where it's like you're passive and docile and everyone is terrifying to you. No. You just know how to respect authority and you survey your atmosphere to say, all right, I am not the center of the universe. And if I act as if I'm the center of the universe, there may be consequences. Yeah, somebody's gonna spank me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I mean, there's basic. another there's another thing that I noticed is, is that that I've been thinking about, not that I noticed. Um, at 17 years old, um, he's he's not mature. Um, it, I'm sure that you know he hunts a lot. Da, 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 he's handled firearms. That's not what this is about. I think he handled the firearm fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he didn't handle well is the fact that he is holding a firearm. That's the fact that he is carrying a weapon. Um, a responsible gun owner knows knows that if you're open carrying a weapon into a dangerous situation, um, you're drawing attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. People have prejudged you as the kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it takes a lot of maturity to, to acknowledge the reality of it. Mm-hmm. I'm a white person going into a Black Lives Matter riot right. with a rifle. With a rifle. I have to make sure that I don't put myself in any situation to make people angry. Mm-hmm. And there was a video where someone approached him like, hey, yo, you put, you you standing on the car and pointing your gun at me. And he sarcastically said, yeah, okay. Um, and, and this black dude was like, no, you for real, you did that. No, 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 no. You talking about, you running around talking about some EMS. Talking about you helping people, medical, medical, but you point your gun at me. He was like, yeah, right, okay. You know, kind of sarcastically. I don't think he did point the gun, but in that scenario, it's like, no, I didn't, I'm sorry. I did, yeah, right, right, right. You know you what I mean? De- you must de-escalate. You do not, you don't need to get into any kind of argument with someone when you know you have the power to end someone's life. Right. <laughs> right. And if things are getting heated, hey, boys, wrap it up. We're going home. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're all 16, 17, 18-year-old kids out there. Yeah. Um, and I think that all that scenario altogether is un, is unfortunate and a recipe, along with the criminals and rioters. Yeah. A recipe for a disaster. It was a big disaster stew. It was. It was. And the police watching. It was. Um. Meanwhile, even with all of that ammunition, mm-hmm. the conclusion and what they are trying to <laughs> get him racist. on is that he's racist. He's a, he's a mass shooter. How stupid is that? Yeah. He went there with the intent to kill some people. Right. And we've already talked about that in the last episode. If he's going there with a rifle in the midst of this swamp mm-hmm. to do a bunch of killings, he easily could have done that. Yeah. Meanwhile, he proficiently mm-hmm. used that weapon. <laughs> I mean, I say so. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he used it in a way that um, he intended to. But like you said, this that exists within the framework of a lot of faulty decision making. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about like the Christian response to this, and not just the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, but the way the world is today. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is steeped in vengeance. Yeah. I think that's why and vindication. And yeah, yeah, all yeah, types yeah, of stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 I think that uh, 
the social media is the cup that it's being steeped in. <laughs> so social media is the cup, right? Because even the news outlets are all on social media, and yeah. then they have their own social media, you know, outlets. And then you have yeah, the MSNBC parroting. <laughs> just, yeah, that's so you weird. Have people parroting. Mm. Um, and, and you think about like what news is. I forget who was talking about this, but they were saying that news once upon a time was information that ch- that affected the course of human history in some way mm-hmm. in, in in any way you know if if someone came and said hey your neighbor just got cancer that affects the course of human history for us in some way you know mm-hmm. all those things um and that's it you're sharing that information you're sharing the information new developments in the course of human history that have affected that will affect you you know from this point on um in any way news is not that anymore you know it's it's propaganda it's a it's a, a, a fire stoking it's, yeah yeah gaslighting lies lies like just straight up lies yeah they'll just blatantly lie homeboy was on uh i can't remember what news network it was like uh a white supremacist goes to Kenosha and opens fire, shooting sixty rounds. Like you just made that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the person on the other end, I heard someone say ninety rounds. Yeah, person on the other end on the webcam. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, where did you guys get your information? And why are you not admonished now? I know. Like I know. now that there's a whole court case and everyone knows you lied, how come you don't have to publicly get on the microphone and say I was wrong? And you still get to keep your job. This is, look, I want to, there was something, I think it was, um, uh, I forget what we were talking about when you just hit, you blew my mind because there was something I just hadn't looked into and you were like, oh no, that wasn't the case. Oh, Philando Castile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just in general, when we think about, I, I don't know if we mentioned it on the last episode or if that was just you and I talking, but just think about all the major headlines from the last two years. What's what's the case now? Right? Mm-hmm. I know we can't think of them all, but let's just think of some. What is the case um, for like, I don't even know, uh, Breonna Taylor? What, what's the case? Is it still, were they, was it lies? I mean, did the police go into her house while she was sleeping and murder her? This leaves rustling. Oh. Did uh, Nolan type a, a link for bacon <laughs> while we eat bacon for breakfast? I mean, I like bacon, so yeah, okay. it's it might be useful. Um, but yeah, think think about think about that. Is that the case? Is Brianna Taylor what was she murdered by the police unjustly? Sleeping in her bed. Sleeping in her bed. Yeah. Now, also as the facts are unfolded, our people's response. That, oh, wait, you lied? You didn't tell us the truth. Well, that's because the facts are not echoed as loud as a lie. No. <laughs> not nearly. No. So this is, I'm gonna, I want to read some things. I wanna, I'm going to read some things because I, I pointed out, I had a good conversation the other day in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, we've talked about this before, but I don't think people are talking to one another. And I'm not talking about people who agree. I'm not people who disagree. Yeah, that's the whole People point. who yeah. disagree vehemently. They're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. They're just engaging maybe superficially on, super, on social media. Um, and then they're actually refusing if the opportunity yeah. ex- exists to talk to one another. Yeah. Um, 
And so there are a lot of different viewpoints and everything else. And so some of our friends that we know that I work with um, were asking, like, hey, so what do you think about CRT, critical race theory? I was like, I hate them. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate I hate critical race theory. I don't think there's anything. You're like, you don't think there's anything good in it? And that's what I keep hearing. It's like, well, look, I think that beer is 95% water, right. but I don't jog with beer. Right. <laughs> It's not. I don't go running with beer yeah. because it's not water. So it's it's not about if you can point out a speck of something mm-hmm. that doesn't make the thing good. Right. If you find some ingredient that you can say outside of context that this is good. Every answer that we need in order to handle relationship with one another mm-hmm. is in the scriptures. Right. It's gospel centered. Yeah. You can use that with anything. Right. You can look at this Zach Stacy kid and. Like, I mean, he beat his wife, but he brings in 95% of the income. Yeah. He pays all the bills. Start naming all the things he does. Yeah, good. right, right. You don't think there's anything good he's done? Like, I'm not looking for anything good that he's right. done. He just clearly put his hands right. not only on a woman, but on the mother of his child. Planned Parenthood. They do other things besides abortions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. my guy, if I went to a restaurant <laughs> and I ordered the steak, and they, they serve the community and they, they give chickens and, and turkeys on Thanksgiving. But I find out they're starving children, children in the bag and feeding them rat soup. <laughs> they got to get closed down. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much they serve the community. What, Darren? Darren, but they serve the community. It's garbage, don't man. Care. It's garbage. Some hot chocolate on a cold day. <laughs> you don't care that they're serving the community. So let, let, I'm going to, I want to read some things because um, uh, when these headlines come out, um, what they're meant to do is to stoke a fire, right? Mm-hmm. It, it creates a fire and then it stokes it, and then the news media just go, goes away, right? Yeah, yeah. Let, they, let, they, let the they, facts unfold. They bow they, out. They, they they throw something in there to get us fighting and at each other's throats. I love. And then they step away, and then yeah. we we refuse to talk to one another. Right. We refuse to cross boundaries and right. have just transparent conversation with one another and, uh, and discuss things in humility mm-hmm. where I can be vehemently in disagreement against you and then you can present something to me and I need to be willing to say, wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I just had those. That, that's how our conversation was um, in the office. Mm. Like They were healthy conversations, good conversations. With people who disagree on things. Mm-hmm. But they were also light bulb moments where I was like, wow, I actually never realized that. <laughs> I, I never realized that. Um, so, yeah, let me, uh, let's see here. Um, I want to read. This is coming out of Vody Bauckham's Fault Lines. He says, have you heard of Tony Tempa? Like George Floyd, Temple walked and pleaded for help more than 30 times as officers pinned his shoulders, knees, and neck to the ground, reported the Dallas Morning News in August 2016. Temple, a 32-year-old schizophrenic, called the police himself, saying he was off his meds and needed help. I remember this. Yeah, me too. When police arrived, Temple had already been handcuffed by a security guard. Three Dallas Police Department officers restrained Temple for nearly 14 minutes as he pleaded, You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. Eventually... Tempo went limp, at which, the, at, at which time the officers mocked him and made jokes. In the end, when the paramedics finally came and put Tempo's flaccid body on a stretcher, one officer said, I hope we didn't kill him, but they had. Now, I know majority of the people listening to this 
probably haven't heard of Tony Tempa. Yeah. And it's because of his skin color. Yeah. He's not black. Meanwhile, today, we think that the way we're living is uh, championing the heroes of yesteryear in the cause of racial reconciliation. We think that we're championing the causes of Martin Luther King when he says that, hey, I have a dream that one day skin color won't matter. (laughs) Meanwhile, that's the only thing that matters today. Yeah. And then outside of that world (laughs) acquiescence to what Martin Luther King said, you have the church whose bond is pure. Right. Whose bond is perfect because their bond isn't human. Their bond is made by the blood of Jesus Christ. Perfect peace that shows diversity in so many different ways. Diversity in look, diversity in thought, right? Diversity in sex. Diversity in gifting, diversity in ability. Right. All of that diversity. And meanwhile, here we are salivating over skin color conversations yeah. still yeah and that's just one that was 2016 tony Temple. were you about to say something Mm-mm. um so yeah then he has these things lined up um so in the george floyd case police were called in response to passing a counterfeit bill in the tony Temple play uh case tony Temple called the police and asked for help that's why the police were there hmm um, in the George Floyd case, there was a knee on the neck. In the Tony Tempa case, there was a knee on the hands, back, and neck. In the George Floyd case, he they had him restrained with the knee on the neck for about eight minutes. Uh, in the Tony Tempa case, they had him restrained with the knees on the back and neck for about 14 minutes. Uh, in the George Floyd case, uh, officers' demeanor were, was just of calm, serious, while their hands were in the pocket. Um, and we remember that visual. I remember that yeah, visual. That the cops kind of ignoring the people from the outside. Yeah, that made me sick. Uh, in the Tony Tempa case, um, the cops' demeanor was that of mocking and laughing. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine that video? Yeah, I know. And there's no video of Where it. Where he's laying dead, yeah. and they're mocking and laughing at him. Yeah. Uh, in the George Floyd case, the reaction to unresponsiveness there was no reaction in the tony Tempa case there was more mocking laughing and asking is he dead i hope he's not dead um in the the legal response officers got arrested and charged in a tony Tempa case officers neither arrested nor charged and the footage which was withheld for three years well there was footage of it yeah wow yeah um, the media and the public response for George Floyd was multiple funerals, congressional recognition, police reform, name on everyone's lips, nationwide protests and riots. And then we also have Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. <laughs> case because of the riots that were going on and everything that happened there. Um, and and I, I don't know when this was written, but Millions you also have statues of yeah. George Floyd um, and you have buildings and, and uh, what's it called? Monument, murals. Uh, mur- monuments. Murals. Um, for the Tony Tempa case, no one knew his name and a few ever heard of his case. Yeah. And if someone is in front of a is on a platform talking to people, black or white, and they're championing the Black Lives Matter cause, I'm sure that they would say this is about the value of life. Mm -hmm. And that's why we end up with people with these rebuttals. 
when they point out these cases like a Tony Temper. It is not to diminish what happened to George Floyd. That's still mm -hmm. tragic. Mm -hmm. And Derek Chauvin deserved to be in prison, and he's in prison. But the people who are parroting the narrative that are stoking the fires, mm -hmm. you cannot listen to them <laughs> because they aren't concerned with life. No. That's why these examples exist. Right. That's why people are pointing those things out. You got people like, you know, like Don Lamont. <laughs> Didn't, <laughs> Don, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's not pronounced Lamont. Oh, is no. I'd be saying that now. <laughs> Don Lamont. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You know. I've seen literal videos of like the, the night before he'll drop some divisive garbage and then someone will see him on some island with his, you know, husband just chilling, relaxing on the beach. Like that's the that's the the mental image I have of what you just said. People just stoking the fire and dipping out yeah, yeah, as yeah. we fighting. They on vacation. Mm -hmm. Chilling. They did their job. Yeah. This guy, this black man gets paid millions of dollars to divide black people and white people as we cry about racism. Yeah. This black man, yeah. one of the most high-paid people in CNN. Yeah, <laughs> literally. This is what I want to. I, I want to like. I, I'm, I think about this, and I've been thinking about it more, especially preparing for a sermon. Um, is we've been going through First Thessalonians, with the idea in mind of being countercultural, um, and it's not something that we're trying to do. That's mm -hmm. what the church is. You're countercultural. Um, you, you're you are naturally countercultural. And and I think about the verdict with Kyle Rittenhouse case, and I think about what's going to happen as a result of that. We already see things happening now. People are out in the streets fighting everything else. Right. Um, people out in the streets cussing at each other and calling each other names and trying to insult each other better, you know, one-up each other. Yeah, no. Assaulting each other, um, insulting each other. And I think when I actually get angry is when I see Christians take part. Mm-hmm. When I see Christians take part, and it's not because, it's not actually because um, we're supposed to be different. I, I do believe that. We are supposed to be the ones who are patient, loving, kind, are in truth, right? We are awake. We're sober-minded, right? But that's not actually why I get mad. I get mad because the Christian is the one that has the perspective that is looking out at the world, and what they should be seeing are people who are condemned. Mm-hmm. And when the Lord cracks the sky, his wrath is going to pour out on them. Mm -hmm. And then the response is, yeah, let me join in what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, 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 not let me, I, I, there needs to be some light shined in this darkness here. Mm -hmm. As I see these dead people fighting each other through dead messages that stoke dead arguments and futile arguments and things like that. Um, that is what makes me angry. That's what makes me angry. We're, we're high-fiving people who are walking towards hell. And that man, man, that makes me angry. Yeah, we don't want to tell them either. Um, kind of, people are either unhealthily involved or unhealthily silent yeah wow look at that look at you i spits yeah man <laughs> oh snap i wish we had something uh, you ain't got nothing for that you ain't black <laughs> we don't have nothing for that so this is first thessalonians first thessalonians 5 
Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there's peace and security, the sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep. All right. We want to talk about woke. Yeah, but they stole that word. I don't know what that means. Let us not Yo, sleep. No, nothing. <laughs> Used by to be reckless. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay. What were you about to say? It's, it's random. That's all. Okay. Go ahead. The video you sent me uh, of the dude. Uh, what's his name? What dude? It it was bothering me for a second. I'm like, is he serious? When he was talking oh, about. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No ID. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. talking about. He said Jordan. Jordan River. <laughs> Oh like, wait, he said LeBron. What, what, how he called him a king. Yeah, they called him yeah, James. King James. King James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun, but that's how yeah. they be. That's how that's how it is. Yeah. That's how it is. You can but, look it up. Do your research. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's not okay. Um what Darren's referring to is <laughs> what we were talking about in an earlier episode where when you when you're from the hood. And you are recognizing how today the word woke is so popularly accepted and it's even in academia. It's just really yeah. mind boggling. And, and then also the definition of it is mind boggling because once upon a time, the one who was woke was the one who was like just into outlandish cultish ideologies yeah. where those ideologies exist. You have black Hebrew Israelism. You have uh, five percenters, all of these things that a lot of people who um, are outside of a city context probably don't know about. Mm -hmm. they, they probably don't know about these things. The true Aki in Philly, yeah. you know, Nation of Islam, you know. So, like, those things existed in, in, in any barbershop setting. You always had that guy where it's like, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> hair clippers, you know what hair clippers are, right? It's trying to get rid of women because it clips her. And it's like, oh God, we got somebody who's woke in here. That's that's right. that context. That's the context I'm familiar with. Yeah. And the fact that uh and, and it's like joking where you just dismiss yeah. this person like you're you're espousing foolishness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you are genuinely espousing yeah. foolishness. I I'm not listening to anything you nah, have to say. No. Why is it called black market, huh? How come it can't be called white market? You don't you don't overstand me, brother. You don't overstand me. So um, that's that's our context for woke, and now it's widely accepted. Meanwhile, going back to my man Paul, <laughs> my my man P of Tarsus, um, this is what he says: since you have no need to have anything written for you, since you are fully aware that the day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night, since you. When your news channels are saying, hey, everything's all good. There's peace and security. You know that sudden destruction will come upon them. Let us not sleep. Do not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet of the hope of salvation. Therefore, this is Brandon's, therefore, not Paul's. The breastplate of faith 
in love, the thing that protects you, that you are guarded by, it isn't your financial security. <laughs> it isn't your comfort. It isn't your home. It isn't your family. It isn't your health. It isn't your vaccine. Uh-oh. Amen, somebody. No matter who's gotten it, we don't have a button for that. Yeah, no. But it is none of those things. Those things are good. Those things are gifts. But that is not your breastplate. It's the faith. It's the faith. And then the hope we have is the fact that God will take all of this brokenness and fix it again. Right. He will fix it. And what, uh, going back to what I was saying earlier, uh, the reason my heart breaks when I see Christians taking part in the debauchery that happens and the riots and the feuding is because when the Lord cracks the sky, I, I remember we were at a worship night one time in Baltimore. I've mentioned this multiple times. And there's an artist in Baltimore named Razel, you know, or you've listened to her. Mm -hmm. And she was just, you know, singing. As, <laughs> as the Lord gave her words, she began to sing. Mm -hmm. And this is what she's saying. She's saying, when he cracks the sky, nothing's going to matter. So stand with me now and help me fight this battle because people are out here dying every day and they're not saved. So as Christians, as these headlines, of Kyle Rittenhouse and all these other things come out and all the other racist claims and everything else happens. And, and then even after that, um, mm -hmm. whatever happens in the next three years and then the inevitable racial tense Racially tense events happen within the election cycle in three years, right? Right, Because the, when the elections come up, that's when we are commanded to hate each other. When those things happen, please remember that when he cracks the sky, none of that's going to matter. Nope. None of it's going to matter. Meanwhile, there are people dying every single day who don't know the Lord. And you, O oh Christian, claim to know life. So... Live wisely. Live wisely. What are some other things? Um, you don't know how to close enough. Okay, all right. What time are we at? We, we'll close. We'll close. We'll close. That, that's it. Okay, well, that, that'll be all. That'll be all. That'll be all. Let's let's end it. Sorry, guys. Darren said let's end it. That's hit right. us with the hit us with the outro. It's it, no, but we were going to keep this simple anyway. It's a freestyle episode, guys. Stay tuned for a couple of other episodes. I I'm trying to get this episode scheduled with our sex trafficking specialist. Um, and then we also have an episode with a friend of mine who's a dentist who just talks about his journey and uh, I guess the fight with dealing with COVID mandates and vaccine mandates, owning his own practice and all the findings he's had with those things as well. So um, stay tuned to those things. Check out our videos on uh, Instagram and on YouTube and also support us on Patreon. We need support. We're trying to grow this as well. Um, I have another baby on the way. Darren's already got a billion kids. And so we're just trying to we're trying to care for him. Um, but we also appreciate the support that we've gotten thus far. Those who support us on Patreon and also just those who support us in heart. We appreciate and love you. And thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Black and Blur, where you're guaranteed to hear one of two things. Our humble opinion or the facts. Holler. Holler.